Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala sayidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man tabi'ahum wa walahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin ba'd. Respected ulama ikram, respected elders and brothers. This world over the last few decades has become a very very different place. Over the last few decades we have seen an increase in difficulties an increase in hardship an increase in strife be it on a macro level the genocides the wars taking place around the world the recessions the financial difficulties the anxiety the worry the uncertainty or be it on a micro level a personal level some person some marital problem another person some financial woes another person because of his children he is concerned he is worried and the more we speak to people we realize that every single person has some sort of difficulty some sort of worry in his life yes some people's worries may be more than others but every person there is something at the top of his mind something that it worries him something that concerns him and because of the increase in these difficulties and the hardships in the world there has been a alarming increase in the cases of people losing hope people feeling down people feeling hopeless people becoming depressed and to such an extent of people committing suicide i remember some years back maybe about 5 years ago i read i read a report which stated that annually in the world 350 million people suffer from depression and this is the clinical uh, chronic depression let alone the case of a person feels down he's feeling uneasy he's feeling anxious the report also stated that annually and this is about 5 years ago before covid that annually between 800000 to 1 million people commit suicide this accounts for one suicide every 40 seconds and they, the report said 5 years ago prior to covid that they anticipate in the coming years that this rate will jump it jump up to one suicide every 20 seconds and with covid and all the harms and difficulties brought i wouldn't be surprised if the rate is higher than that and the sad reality my dear brothers is that we as a muslim community have not been spared speak to our ulama our honorable ulama speak to our respected doctors speak to muslim social workers and they will confirm that the uh, levels of depression sadness grief problems anxiety and even suicide is gripping the muslim community as well as that my dear brothers you know the teenage years are supposed to be the most carefree years of a person a person a young person energetic healthy very little or no responsibility in his life but today we have something which many of us when we were growing up never heard of teenage depression we young young people are becoming depressed they are feeling down they are feeling suicidal and one is the clinical the medical issue of depression of sadness of grief and today my dear brother i wish to discuss with you and bro- speak on this topic from an islamic angle from islamic perspective our deen subhanallah is very beautiful our deen is very complete every problem every worry every difficulty that we face in our lives we will find some sort of guidelines some sort of solutions in the teachings of the quran and the sunnah so what does our deen have to say 
And what does our deen teach us regarding depression, losing hope, uh, becoming despondent of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What does our, teach, our deen teach us about becoming suicidal and committing suicide? Al-Imam Al-Iz bin Abdul Salam, rahmatullah alayhi said, he said, what is this depression? What, what is it? He said, in reality, when you're becoming depressed, istizharun li sa'ati rahmatillah, wa tadiqin li fada'i judihi, or kama qal. He said, when a person becomes depressed, what is he doing? He is losing hope in the enormous mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what is he doing? He is restricting something. He is limiting something that is unlimited. Allah's mercy is unlimited. unlimited. There is no limit to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when a person becomes despondent, when he be loses hope, when he becomes struck down by grief, what is happening to the person? He is thinking that I am not going to be a recipient of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will not receive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. So he is limiting the unlimited mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu say, Akbar al-Kabair. The major sins, al-ishraqu billah, to ascribe partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For a person to go on sinning and sinning and sinning, and he feels that his sins will not catch up with him, Allah will not punish him. And he says amongst the major sins is for a person to become despondent, for a person to lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Imam Ibn Qayyim to say, that the depression never ever solved any problems. It will never ever solve the problem of any person. Feeling down, feeling despondent, never solved the problem of any person. Neither will it ever solve the problem of any person. But what it does, yuhinul azm. It dampens the spirit of, Allah, of a person. And it weakens the, it weakens the heart of a person. And it prevents the person from fulfilling his goals and ambitions. Regarding the issue of suicide, one time Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa was on expedition. Amongst the Sahaba, amongst the Muslim army, there was a person who was fighting very, very bravely. Sahaba were taken aback by the bravery of the person. Allah's Nabi sallallahu commented, this person is going to Jahannam. Sahaba naturally was surprised. There is no person in the army who has fought more valiantly than this person. But why does Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa say, this person is going to Jahannam? So one sahabi said, I will fix my gaze upon him. And you will see what, that, what, what is it that he does that causes Allah's Nabi وسلم, to say this person go to Jahannam. So he says this person was fighting very, very bravely. And all of a sudden in that battle he was wounded. And he could not bear the pain of his wound. So the person dug his sword into the ground and threw his body over his sword and took his life. Because the person committed suicide despite his bravery. Despite what he did for the Muslim army, Allah's Nabi said, this person is going to Jahannam. The Rewaite appears in Bukhari Sharif. Allah's Nabi وسلم, said, once upon a time there was a person in the nations before. This person had some wound on his body and he could not tolerate the pain of his wound. So the person took a knife and he slit his wrist and he passed away. Allah said to this person or about this person, Badirani abdi binafsihi faharramtu alayhi jannah. This person has committed suicide. He has taken his life prematurely. So I have made Jannat haram for this person. The Hadith Sharif tells us when a person commits suicide, when a person commits suicide, the pain and the agony that he suffers at the time of committing suicide, from the time he dies right until the day of Qiyamah, the person will continue 
to suffer the same pain and the same agony that he suffered at the time of committing suicide. So a person who is suicidal or a person who wants to commit suicide fails to realize. He thinks that by committing suicide I'll be running away from my pain. I'll be running away from my agony. He fails to realize by committing suicide he's only opening up to himself a world of pain and agony much more than any pain and any agony the person can face in this world. My dear brothers, understand, a believer, a mu'min, naturally he is motivated. He is focused on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amongst the du'as of the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allahumma rahmataka arju. Daily in our witr salah we read, narju rahmatak. Wallah, we have great mercy, we have great hope in your mercy. And this hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps a person motivated. It keeps a person moving towards his ultimate goal and that is Jannah. But when a depressing situation, some anxiety comes along, some difficult situation comes along, that's when shaitan slips in through the door. Amongst the weapons in the armory of shaitan is for him to make a person depressed. Shaitan, in fact, Imam Ibn Qayyim says, The most beloved thing to shaitan. The thing that shaitan loves the most is for a believer to lose sight of Allah's mercy and to become depressed and to feel down. And as I mentioned, this will never ever solve the problem of a person. And when shaitan slips in through the door, my dear brothers, when we are going through a difficult situation, that hardship, and we allow shaitan to come into our lives and is not checked at that time, then the outcome of this person's grief can be catastrophic and it can lead to very, very serious situation in his life. So my dear brothers, when a person is depressed, when a person is feeling down, what should a person be doing? A few tips, my dear brothers, how we should go about life to help us control this increasing hopelessness, this increasing uh, the person's uh, agony and the pain and difficulty you're going through, that's causing a person to become sad. How should a person cope with this in life? Firstly, my dear brothers, it's all about the attitude of a person. We'll be surprised, you'll be surprised at how the right attitude of a person can solve many, many problems. In psychology, there's something called the negativity bias. Mankind by, 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 by nature is more inclined towards, to focus towards negative things than towards positive things. A person, a study was done where multiple people were shown certain things that generally create an emotion of sadness and depression. Maybe a dead person, maybe some mutilated face or something that causes uneasy feeling in a person. Then a person was shown neutral things. A person was shown a plate, he was shown a fork, he was shown some cup or something like that. And a person was, show, was, was, was shown things that generally create happiness in a person. Maybe a beautiful scene, a nice looking car or something like that. And the activity in the brain was noticed the most when a person was shown depressing things. So by, 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 by human nature is said that generally humans focus more upon negativity. But a person can put his mind right and realize and understand that this world and our lives in this world will be riddled with challenges. Every now and then we will face some depressing situation in our lives. Life will throw us that odd curveball. If a person can get his, 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 his mind to understand this and realize this, that this is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the system of life, 
true happiness, everlasting bliss and joy is only in Jannah. The system of the word is وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعُ وَنَقْسِمْ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ Allah says, I will definitely test you. And I will test you in various ways. This is the system of life. Understand, my dear brothers. We will go through difficulties. We will go through hardship. If a person can program his mind in this way, it will not save him from difficulty. It will not save him from hardship. But it will help a person to cope better at the time when that depressing situation comes along. When that sad situation comes along, the person will be mentally prepared to handle that situation and save himself from becoming depressed. So the first thing, my dear brothers, understand the system of life. Happiness is only in Jannah. Difficulties, hardship, definitely now and then in our lives we will face the difficulty and hardship. The second thing, my dear brothers, when we experience difficulty, when we experience hardship, we should not be losing ourselves and become and lose our minds and then start saying they're not saying things are not befitting for a Muslim. Rather, when we face any difficulty, any hardship, face up to that difficulty with sabr, being patient for the patient for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear brothers, understand that when we face a difficult situation, yes, it may be depressing. It may be difficult for a person to cope with it. But understand the opportunity that is knocking at your door. Sabr is the formula to change your losses into gains. Sabr, being patient, not saying things that are not befitting of a believer. Yes, it's absolutely normal and it is not wrong for a person to shed a few tears. For a person to feel difficult, to feel some sadness in his heart. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had a son, Badir Ibrahim ibn Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As was the custom and the habit of the Arabs at that time, when they had a newborn child, they would send this newborn child into the countryside for the child to be breastfed by some woman. So according to this habit, Allah's Nabi sallallahu sent his son Ibrahim to a house, certain household to be breastfed. As Anas says on one occasion, we accompanied Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to this home to visit the son of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Nabi loved his son very, 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 very dearly. He came, he embraced his son, he hugged his son, and he took in that sweet fragrance that you find in a newborn child. And it says, after a little while, on another occasion, we went with Allah's Nabi again to visit his son. And this time when we went to visit the son of Rasulullah the son of Rasulullah was in the pangs of death. And whilst we were there, the son of Rasulullah passed away. Allah's Nabi as is human nature, he began to tear. Abdurrahman bin Awf radiallahu anhu's prison. He said, oh Nabi of Allah, you are crying? You are the Nabi of Allah. You believe in Allah's preordination. You should be just sucking this up and taking it in. Why are you crying? Is Abdurrahman bin Awf understand? This is the mercy and the compassion. The human nature that Allah Ta'ala has put in every single person. Abdurrahman bin Awf understand. My eye may be tearing. My heart is definitely saddened. But at this juncture, I will not display any base sabri. I will not be impatient and utter things that are not befitting, that is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِنَّا بِفِرَاقِ يَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ لَمَحْزُنُونَ And O oh Ibrahim, O oh my beloved son, we are greatly saddened by your loss. 
So my dear brothers, to shed a few tears, to be sad, this is human nature, this is normal. You need to speak to somebody, speak to somebody. But understand by making sabr, the opportunity knocking at your door, my dear brothers, to change your losses into gains, to change your losses into gains. As Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala, our, mother, our beloved mother says, that when my first husband, Abu, uh, my first husband, Abu Salama radiallahu ta'ala passed away, Allah's Nabi came to visit me, he came to visit me, he came to visit me. So he taught me, he said, read, inna lillahi inna li raji'un, abhi the following dua, Allahumma ajurni fi musibati wa akhlif li khayra minha. Allah reward me in my difficult situation and give me a better replacement. She says at that time, I thought to myself, that how can I get somebody better than my deceased husband Abu Salama radiallahu ta'ala. But she says, I read that, I made sabr, and I read this dua for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and lo and behold, Allah gave me a better husband, Allah got me married to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when we make sabr, my dear brothers, this is the formula to change our losses into gains. And what is sabr, my dear brothers? What is true sabr? Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was once walking along, he saw a woman at a graveside wailing over the deceased person. Allah's Nabi told the woman, Ittaqillaha wasbiri. O woman, fear Allah Ta'ala and be patient, do not wail and cry in this way. This woman did not realize that the person addressing her, speaking to her was Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi So she said, Ilayka anni fa'innaka lam tusabbi musibati. Hey, just leave me alone. You do not know what difficult situation I am facing, what hardship I am going in. Allah's Nabi went along. People rebuked this woman. Do you know that the person you said the harsh words to was Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? woman fed, she felt embarrassed. She rushed to the home of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah's Nabi, please make me maaf. I did not know that the person talking to me was you. Allah's Nabi said, said sadmatil What is true sabr? Now when the emotions have settled, weeks have gone, months have gone, and now the emotions have settled. And now a person says, I'm making sabr for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. That is not true sabr. Rather, what is true sabr? When you first get the news, when you first find out of that difficult situation, you first get that sad news, at that time you say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. And I'll be patient for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Inna masabr inda sadmatil ula. True sabr is when you first are affected by that calamity, to be patient at that time, that is true sabr. And subhanAllah, look at the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can never lose hope in the mercy of Allah ta'ala. Look at the mercy of Allah ta'ala. Hadith Sharif tells us that a person, years ago, he faced some difficulty. Perhaps he lost his parent, perhaps he lost his spouse, perhaps he lost somebody close to him. Or some depressing situation he faced in his life. And at that time he was patient. At that time he was patient. Years later, again he recalls the difficult situation that depressing situation, and again he says, I make sabr for the sake of Allah. The same reward he got at that time for making sabr at that difficult situation, Allah gives the person the same reward all over again. So sabr is the way of changing the formula to change our losses into gains. The next thing, my dear brothers, to become happier people, and of us not to feel depressed, and not to feel down, is to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahi, my dear brothers, every single person, every single one of us sitting here are favored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single person sitting here is favored by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hadith sharif, remarkable hadith. That person who wakes up in the morning, he's safe and sound at home. He has no serious health complications. 
he has enough to see him through the day فَكَأَنَّمَا حِيزَتْ لَهُ الدُّنْيَا بِحَذَافِرِهَا As though this person is the king of the world. What more do you need? What more do you need? Make shukran to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us that when it comes to the matters of your dunya, don't look at those above you. Don't look at those above you. But rather look at those below you. In this way you will be more grateful for the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately we live in the, in the zamana, in the time of social media. Where a person looks at the lives of other people, that person one day at this destination, and the next day at that destination, and the next day at the next day at that destination, today at that fine restaurant, tomorrow a new car, tomorrow a new child. And this person looks at the lives of other people, failing to realize Allah's favors upon himself, upon him, and thereby a person becomes depressed. So give up complaining, my dear brothers, and be grateful for the favors of Allah Ta'ala. Remember, there's always someone else in a worse of position us. And lastly, my dear brothers, we find that in the treasure of hadith and Quran, there are remarkable prescriptions given to us for a person to cope with difficulties, to cope with hardships, to overcome his depression, to overcome his sadness. One of the biggest mistakes that people make when they are feeling down is that begin to seclude themselves in their home. The biggest mistake you can make when you are feeling down, go into your bedroom, draw your curtains, sit in that dark and gloomy room. This will only further your depression. Rather, when you are feeling down, come into the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Come and feel the peace and the sukoon and the tranquility of the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Read the book of Allah ta'ala, Shifa'un lima fi sudur. Quran is a cure for your ailing heart. Quran is a cure for your pain, for your pained heart. Come and recite the Quran and enlighten your heart and make your heart feel happy again. My dear brothers, Allah bi-dhikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. It is only and only in the remembrance of Allah that a person will find happiness, a person will find contentment. There are two different things, my dear brothers. One is enjoyment and one is true happiness. Do not confuse the two. A person out on a Saturday night in some pub or some disco, dragged up, this person is enjoying himself. He's enjoying himself. That very same person the next morning speak to him and he cannot explain to you uh, what he's going through, the loneliness he feels in his heart. He enjoyed himself, enjoyed himself. He does not have happiness. Happiness is only found in one place and that is in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Constantly meet the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One dua I'll teach my dear, I'll share with you a great gift from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to the ummah. On one occasion Allah's Nabi sallallahu came. He came to the masjid, a very very odd hour, not a time of salah. In the masjid is Abu Umama al-Bahiri radiallahu ta'ala. Abu Umama, at this time of the day, you are in the masjid, what has happened? Oh Allah's Nabi, look at it. Again, when he was feeling down, where did he go? He went to the masjid. Oh Allah's Nabi, I'm feeling down, I'm depressed, I owe people a lot of money. I'm not feeling good, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling down. Allah's Nabi said, can I teach you one dua? That if you will read it, Allah will solve, Allah will pay off your debts, and Allah Ta'ala will remove your depression. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan. وَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنَ الْعَجْزِ وَالْكَسَلِ وَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنَ الْجُبْنِ وَالْبُخْلِ وَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنَ غَلَبَةِ الدِّينِ وَقَهْرِ الرِّجَالِ اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الهم والحزن وأعوذ بك من العجز والكسل وأعوذ بك من البخل والجبن وأعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال أبو مال باهي رجعان says I read this dua and in a very very short while Allah paid off all my debts and Allah Ta'ala removed all my depression a few years ago I had given this dua in a certain talk 
a few months later I got a call from youngster up to today I don't know who the youngster is but he told me Mulana I'll tell you Jazakallah of course it's nothing my doing is the birthday of the dua of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the teaching of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam I want to thank you because you taught me that dua in one bayan he says Mulana I was going through such a difficulty in my life I cannot explain to you I do not understand what it was but it sounded something very very serious he told me he stood to lose the entire career whatever he worked for in his life he could lose all of it he says, myself, my parents thought I'm a goner. There is no way out of the situation and I'm in. But I heard this dua from you. And I began to recite this dua constantly, constantly. He says, we cannot understand, up to this day, we cannot fathom, my parents cannot fathom how Allah made it happen. Some way or the other, I came out of it. This is the barakat of the teachings of Quran and Sunnah. So my dear brothers, may Allah Ta'ala protect us, may Allah Ta'ala save us from grief, from agony, from sadness, from depression. All those are going through depression, sadness, uh, sadness. may Allah Ta'ala remove it, Allah Ta'ala give us understanding.